What does it cousins? It's Jolene GC and the place to be co-creator and producer of the Come Up series. And this is Wealth Rituals, a show about the preparation, insight, mindset, and goals, as well as the emotional ups and downs on this journey to wealth. I'm taking you back through the first year of my life as an investor. Today, I wanna to talk to you about generating income versus building wealth. The two are very different. Did you know there was a difference? Because initially, I don't think I did, but now I do, and I wanna share that with you all. One is about surviving, and the other one is about thriving. Let's talk about surviving first. So when you're surviving, you usually have an employee mindset and or you are an employee. You have no control over your time. You don't even set your own schedule. Someone else does that. And there's someone else who also determines your value, which often leaves you feeling undervalued. And usually there is a lot of stress involved. So just think of your typical job life. There's stress involved, right? And you feel undervalued. Let's take it back. So for me, the last time I was an employee, was 2008 and during that time I was a criminal prosecuting attorney and I worked 80 jillion hours a week. I also um, invested in my employer sponsored 401k but I had no say over where that money was going. All I knew is that that money was taken out of my paycheck. I paid my bills first and I did not invest in myself. And you already know there was a lot of stress. As you can imagine, being a criminal prosecuting attorney, there's a lot of stress. This is that autopilot life where you wake up, work, sleep. Wake up, work, sleep. There's some other things in between, but for the most part, wake up, work, sleep. And that is on repeat. Autopilot life is in direct contrast to being conscious. We're focusing on the word rituals. We are focusing on rituals because of the inherent intentionality as well as consciousness that goes into creating and participating in these wealth rituals. So there's a level of consciousness. You have to make a conscious choice to practice these wealth rituals. But let me be clear, you can still have an employee mindset if you're self-employed. Because if you are still ripping and running, stressed out, trying to figure out your bills, how you're gonna pay for this or how you're gonna pay for that, you're still in that employee mindset. You're still in survival mode. So no one gets a pat on the back if they left their job and now they're self-employed. Okay, so don't think you're any better than anybody else that's still working. So from 2008 till about, mm, I say 20, 16, 2015, somewhere around there. I, like I said, I did not work for anyone else. I worked for myself, but I was still in survival mode. I was not investing at all, not consciously. I still had that 401k that I told you about in the last episode, but I wasn't contributing to it. And after the crash of 2008, like the whole account it, it diminished, so there was barely anything left in it. Let me be clear, you can still be in surviving mode when you are self-employed, because you're self-employed now and you're no longer an employee. There's still work that gets to be done. 
because when I was self-employed from about 2008 till 2016, as far as my surviving mode goes, I still was stressed out, still trying to figure out how to pay my bills. When you're thriving, you own your own time as well as your own energy allocation. You determine your own value and in general, you're not stressed. And if you are stressed, it's a different type of stress that has nothing to do with survival. It's usually tied to you know, a passion project or something along those lines. As my mentor taught me, when you're thriving, you get to sleep until you are done sleeping. You have a plan to walk away and you can actually see that plan happening. There's like a visual element to it. You can see yourself walking away. My day is filled with people and experiences that I enjoy. No one gets into my presence unless I want them to be in my presence. If I don't wanna take a meeting, I don't take a meeting. If I feel somebody's energy is off and that is going to impact the way I'm feeling for the day, guess who's not getting a phone call? Guess who's not going on Zoom? Me. Because when you are thriving, you are cognizant and you are aware of your energy field and how others may or may not impact that. But when you are surviving, you don't have a say. So the manager that you don't wanna be bothered with, guess what? You have to be bothered with that person. But when you're thriving, that's not the case. You truly do get to say who is in your energy field. The best part of thriving is that I get to bless other people on a regular basis. Blessing other people is hands down the best feeling. And it doesn't happen when you're surviving. Usually when you're in the survival mode, blessing someone else is more like the S word sacrificing. I don't even like to say that word. But when you are thriving, you actually get to choose to bless someone. And it's just out of your abundance, out of your generosity that you're able to do that. Now that I've painted this picture of surviving versus thriving, it's like, how do we get from survival to thriving, right? Because there's probably a gap. There usually is a gap. The way you get from surviving to thriving with a money plan. Notice I did not say the B word. The B word is budget. And the reason why I don't use that word is because honestly, that word just, it doesn't even fit right with me. I don't like the way it sounds. I don't like how it feels. Like energetically, if I have to sit down and do a budget, that just sounds so not fun. So I changed it to fit my vibe and I just call it a money plan. And doesn't that sound exciting? Like if anybody's gonna have a money plan, it's gonna be me. I have a money gun, so why not have a money plan? Okay, <clears throat> so with your money plan, now you know we've talked about the 70-30 life, right? Where 70% is investment, 30% expenses. So if we had $4,000, as an example, do not get wrapped up on the numbers, this is just an example. So let's say you have $4,000 coming in, that's your income for the month. 70% of that would be $2,800. 30% of that would be $1,200. Ideally, that $1,200 would be enough to cover all of your expenses. And then that $2,800 would be the 70% that you would use for investment. Now, the reality of that is that one, 
These percentages will vary amongst all of you, right? Some of you, and you, this is the time to tell the truth. You don't have to tell somebody else, but tell the truth to yourself. Don't lie to yourself, okay? Some of you don't even know what the percentage is. Or if you do know the percentage, then it's 70% expenses and maybe 30% investing, maybe. Take the time to assess what it is that your budget is. So for expenses, go through and write out all of your expenses. And if you're like me, I include hair care as an expense. I'm not cutting that out, I'm just not. So you get to decide what your budget is. And when you're looking at the reality of your money plan versus this ideal money plan, if there's a huge gap, you have two choices. You can either decrease your expenses or make more money. You get to choose, or you can do both. I actually decreased my expenses and raised my prices. I raised my consulting prices. I raised the price of my art. I just raised all the prices. And then I was able to get to 70-30. And mind you, it took me a minute. It took me, honestly, June of 2020 is when I got down to the 70-30. And now it's actually a little bit below the 30, but it's mainly 70% invest, 30% expenses. And it wasn't that hard, but what really ended up happening was this appreciation and the understanding for the value of money. I started to see money as a tool, a tool that will help me walk away. Because let's be honest, the whole point of all this is so that we can walk away, right? And if there's no plan, guess who's not gonna be walking away? We've gone over the money plan. So you know how to calculate all your expenses, right? And what you wanna do is you wanna do that on a monthly basis and just work your way to make it so that your percentages, whatever your income is, the split would be 70% for investment, 30% for expenses. Now, this is one thing that I want you to do. When you are making your money plan, I want you to start with yourself first. Pay yourself first. So when you're actually making the money plan, figure out what that, um, 70% looks, whatever that breakdown is. I want you to put that at the top and then 30% for your bills. Because what normally happens is we pay our bills first and then whatever is left over, then that might go to you know use on yourself. And it's not even investing usually. Usually you're going to the movies. Well, not now because this is COVID, but you know what I'm saying? Like you use that money on food, going out, whatever it is, but none of it will bring you money back, right? None of those things will make you money. So you wanna think about that as well. The name of the game is to walk away. Walking away is financial liberation. And the key part of that is it's a choice. So you get to choose what walking away looks like. Walking away to you may be very different from what walking away to me is. The bedrock of what it means to me to walk away looks more like just being able to be free to be black and just live my life. Yours may be different and that's okay. It's all good as long as you are able to make that choice for yourself about what walking away really looks like. And we'll talk more about that later, but for now, just think about what it would be like to walk away. Let's break down what happens with this investment because many of you are probably thinking, okay, well, 70%, I'm there now. 
how do, do I just take all of that and invest it? So in our example, we use $2,800 as that 70% and $1,200 as the 30% for your expenses. When it comes to investment, one of the key words that stand out within the word investment is the word me. So investment right now in this moment truly is about you. And there's two key investments that you're going to make. There's investment in yourself and investment in your financial legacy. One requires zero dollars and the other one requires the full 70%. And I'll show you why. In this context, self-care is about who your future self will be. Now, what does that mean? You visualize who you would be when you walked away, right? You're probably smiling, you're probably carefree, you're probably skipping down the street. Whatever you're doing, there's this level of lightness and aliveness. Now, in order to practice that now in the present, because that's your future self. So in order to practice that now in the present, there's some things you get to do. And it's all about setting the tone for your day, especially as you are moving out of survival mode to thriving. You gotta flip the script. We talk about sticking to the script. In this aspect, you need to flip the script because the script currently is autopilot. So we need to flip that so we're more conscious. Part of that has a lot to do with self-care and how you care for yourself. What I do for this self-care investment is I pray, I meditate, I journal, I rarely have moments of silence. I also have my investor like routine, which we'll talk more about later, but really it's all about setting time for you. So if that means you're gonna read in the morning or you're going to take a walk, whatever it is, the focus is on you because you're moving yourself out of autopilot of doing that wake up, work, sleep, repeat. When you are taking that money that you make during your survival mode and putting some away for your future self, you are literally creating your legacy. And when you have that 70% and you make that choice to invest it, not only are you investing in your future self, you are also investing in your ability to bless others. And the key part of this whole wealth building really is about whatever your purpose is. I know that my purpose is to help build tremendous builders of wealth. That's what my purpose is. I'm very clear about that. You also get to decide what your purpose is and whatever that purpose is, it will be fulfilled when you are not tied to an employee mindset, when you're not working for someone else, when you are not stressed out, when you get your value, that's when your purpose truly kicks in. And that is what this wealth building is about. You all probably thought this was about money and it's not. It really is about your ability to be in the position to impact others around you so that you leave this world a better place, not just for yourself, not just for your family, but for as many people as your impact has a reach for. So consider that. Take this seriously. This is serious. Like I can't even stress how serious this is. Once I got that I could take some, I could take initial amount of money and five exit, 10 exit, whatever. It changed everything. 
because now I'm in the position to help more people. I'm not worried about bills like at all. So now that stress is gone. My stress now looks completely different. It is more like, oh my gosh, I got to, or not even I got to, I get to, that's another key thing. I get to work on this project. I get to sit here right now and film this. That is a different stress. It's related to my own creative endeavors. That's freedom. That is liberation. That is a part of the walk away life. So the journal entry that I wrote, this was three days after becoming an investor. This was November 29th, 2018. And I wrote, I realize that my inner thoughts about income generation are tied to generating cash so that I can spend it damn near immediately on bills and other expenses. It's not tied to my wealth consciousness at all. There's a gap. This just came to me as I was looking at my portfolio and watching the numbers bounce around. Today, I may only see a relatively small gain or it could be a large gain. But what's key is that I did not have to work for that gain. There was no stress involved. I was just minding my own business and letting XLK, XLY, and kind of XLC do its thing. But had that money come from my own personal labor and generation, I would have spent it immediately on some type of bill. I'm learning so much. I can actually feel a shift from thinking about generating money versus building wealth. Paying myself first is how to close this gap. When I pay myself first, I create an association with generating money to building my personal wealth. Paying yourself first is that bridge. That's how you get from survival mode to thriving mode to eventually walking away. So what are you going to do? Are you going to survive all this time? Are you gonna to move to thriving so that you can eventually walk away? Or are you just gonna stay on autopilot? The choice is yours. So what are you gonna do, cousin? I'm Jalen GC and the place to be, and this is Wealth Rituals.